Yes, and winter is upon us, and many of you might be thinking, gosh, it's time just to pop somewhere a little bit sunny, maybe Queensland for a bit of a break, for a bit of a wintry break. And Mike Yardley has done a bit of hard work for us um, in Brisbane. How are you, Mike? I'm very good, friend. Nice to be home. I've only been home about a day or so, but um, as far as I know, no COVID symptoms. I'm good to go. Very good to hear. Are you home from Mm. Brisbane? Yes, I spent uh, about 10 days uh, in Queensland, both sort of the the south and the north, and uh, it was just fantastic. I actually saw an increasing number of New Zealanders as I was there. So, you know, there certainly is a lot of interest in uh, taking that wind break over there. Just just make me feel really sort of depressed. How, how warm was it? What were the temperatures like? Uh, sort of a nice 21, 22 in oh, Brisbane, Gold Coast, lovely. and then 25 to 28 in Cairns, Port Douglas. So, yeah, no humidity, which is always a good friend. <laughs> How pleasant for you. <laughs> hey, tell yeah. me tell me about, you visited the Gallery of Modern Art in Brisbane, which is one of my favourite um, places to visit if I find myself in Brisbane. Well, it's a real treat they've got at Goma at the moment because I think Brisbane deserves a gold medal for seizing an opportunity. The, 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 the backstory is that the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York is undergoing a major refurb at the moment to its skylights and it's closed down um, most of the Met. And of course, they've got all of these European masterpieces within the Met. So Goma thought, wouldn't it be good if we could get our hands on those rock stars for a few months while they're doing the refurbishment? So to cut a long story short, they've got 65 European masterpieces direct from the Met. The first time these uh, works have ever been displayed outside of New York together. So you've got your Van Gogh, Rembrandt, Monet, Rubens, Titian, Turner, they're all there. And they have been beautifully displayed. Uh, The exhibition started about two weeks ago. It's on until the middle of October. So you've got plenty of time to see it. Fantastic. How long did you spend there? I spent about four hours, but I could easily go back and and see it all again. Um, It's been very well laid out, so they're not crowded. The works aren't crowded together. So you really do get some good face time with these masterpieces. And, um, yeah, I would say that alone is the reason to go to Brisbane. Are they still transforming their riverfront area? They are, and it's interesting. Every time I go to Brisbane, I feel like it's a city that just gets better and better. And I think a lot of people would say, you know, Brisbane's sort of been like the bridesmaid to mm-hmm. Sydney and Melbourne when mm-hmm. it comes to your big city attractions. That riverfront is absolutely transforming. The big monumental um, project at the moment is around what they call Queen's Wharf. And I think this is going to be a real game changer for Brisbane because I don't think the city has really ever had an iconic landmark, you know, to sort of match the Opera House in Sydney. But by building this incredible circular building, which is going to be the Star Casino, the closest thing I think it will um, be likened to is Marina Bay Sands in Singapore. And you know what an icon that is. Yeah. Uh, and similarly, it's going to have like a rooftop infinity pool, which is going to be open to the public, unlike the one in Singapore. Um, and it will. It will absolutely transform the perception of Brisbane. Um, also, just very quickly, the old Treasury building in Brisbane that a lot of people will know of, which currently is home to the Treasury Casino, that is going to be transformed in the next few months into what I can only say is going to be the Harrods Department Store of the Southern Hemisphere. Um, and it's a gorgeous building, just like the Harrods Building, and it's going to be full of like high-end shopping. It is going to be amazing. 
Yeah, because they are actually very good at protecting their heritage building. I'm just looking through a bit of a fly a fly through look at the Queen's Wharf. It does look really stunning. Uh, yeah. Did, do you do any? Did you do any touristy things? You, do you sort of do the touristy things while you're travelling? <laughs> I dip into them. I did the Story Bridge climb, and um, I've never really been afraid of heights. I know that can turn a lot of people off doing the likes of the Sydney Harbour Bridge climb or the one in Brisbane. The Story Bridge is an absolute. Stunning climb, and if you are a bit spooked by heights, rest assured you've got railings to hold on to, you're tethered by a carabiner, nothing can really go wrong, but you've got to do it at twilight because as that city is gilded by the slumping sun, the sky just turns into an amazing palette of colours. It really is quite pinch yourself up on that bridge looking at the CBD, so definitely a twilight climb should be on the agenda. If you've done one bridge climb, have you done them all? <laughs> well, I think there's only three you can do, aren't there? Sydney, Brisbane and Auckland. I've never done the Auckland Harbour Bridge. Okay. I don't know. Just, yeah. I just presume yeah. that people people are climbing bridges all <laughs> over the place. Seems to be a thing to do. Maybe it's just an Australasian thing to do. Yeah, um, maybe. Uh, any Indigenous highlights? Well, I went to this uh, new experience uh, called Spirits of the Red Sand, and it's got an interesting Kiwi connection because Mike Tamaki has been heavily involved in establishing this experience, and it is quite a unique Aboriginal visitor experience in Australia. Highly regarded. It's won lots of awards. It's quite compelling. And um, in a nutshell, it it sweeps you up on a 60,000-year journey, very theatrical, from Dreamtime to the arrival of the British and all of the ensuing problems. So, yeah, I mean, it's a wee bit in your face, mm. but, but not over the top. Um, but it's still enjoyable. I actually loved the smoking ceremony, Francesca. So you um, cleanse yourself of all of those evil spirits with all of that eucalyptus smoke. <laughs> Did it work, Mike? Well, so far, so good. Good. Hey, Fort, Fortitude Valley was always a sort of a very trendy place to go, is it still? Yeah. Yeah, well, obviously, as you would know, it's um, always been associated with live music. I think it's sort of considered the cradle of um, Australia's sort of live music scene. Um, yeah, still really a buzzing precinct in Brisbane. Uh, the James Street Boutiques, very, very popular. Um, if you like your rooftop bars, you've mm. definitely got to check out this new hotel. It's only been open about a few weeks. I stayed there called Hotel X. It is just a stunner. And their rooftop bar and restaurant is just incredible. I think what um, has made it such a popular new haunt in Brisbane is the fact that the perspective on the skyline from the, this rooftop um, bar is just incredible. So you're looking across the CBD and the Story Bridge right in front of you. So, yeah, insta-gold. Oh, brilliant. Thank you, Mike. I'm glad you've arrived home safely. Stay well. Indeed. Yes, <laughs> and I look forward to talking to you shortly.